Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. This episode is made possible by the support of Chuck's Fine Wines. Chuck's has been a Chagrin Valley beverage destination for over 75 years. With a wide variety of fine wines, craft beers, specialty foods, and cheese, there is something to please every palate and every budget. They care about you and the safety of your family during this challenging time and encourage you to take advantage of curbside pickup or delivery. Call 440-247-7534. Follow them on Facebook and visit their website at chucksfinewines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I am Yolanda Albergati, your host, and I am super excited to be back in the studio after a little bit of a hiatus due to COVID-19. And tonight I'm going to talk about my favorite thing, which is networking. So if you're listening to me and you know me personally, you know I love to network. And we are living in unusual times and networking is a bit of a challenge. But I want to give you five tips to help you along your path of making those awesome connections. So tonight we're going to talk about the elevator speech from lame to kick ass in five easy steps. So whether you are at a networking event on Zoom or you're meeting someone for the first time in person or on Zoom, you have about 60 seconds, that's why it's called an elevator pitch, to make an impression. And you don't just want to be memorable, you want to be unforgettable, especially if you're doing what's called speed networking, which a lot of people are doing right now on Zoom. So you don't want to just be remembered, you want to be unforgettable. Most people spend very little time thinking about and crafting their personal introductions, but that is a totally amateur move. And not only can others tell when you are winging it, your credibility and your professionalism slip down a notch or even two notches every time you wing it. So I'm recommending, number one, you be prepared. All right. So what do you do? That's a common question you hear at a networking, a social gathering, right? What do you do? The most common response is to recite your job title, and that's what you do. And as you begin your recitation, the listener's ears are hearing what Charlie Brown hears. I know I'm dating myself right there, but you know, when Charlie Brown hears adults speak, it's like blah, blah, gibberish, right? That's what people hear when you start reciting exactly what you do or your job description because people really don't want to hear that. They want to hear about you. So realize this common approach is going to get you common results, but you don't want common results. 
Why settle for ordinary when extraordinary is easily attainable? So I'm going to take you to through five elevator speech tips that will take you from lame ass predictable to kick ass. All right. Number one, establish a rapport. So when you're in person, you're going to make eye contact and we will be in person sometime soon, or you may be venturing out right now. So the make eye contact thing, super important, smile and stand up nice and tall. Great posture. Take ownership of the space that you inhabit. That's a quick way to establish and create rapport and establish an aura of authority and power. Now, when you're virtual, number one, have your video on. There is nothing more annoying and impersonal than trying to talk to a blank screen with somebody's name on it. So have your video on so people can actually see you. I know there are times when you don't want your video on, and that's fine. If you have video off, then please have a nice professional headshot so people can at least identify your face with who they're talking to. Number two, identify yourself as a problem solver. So you want to lead with the problem that you solve rather than your title or your profession. So when asked, what do you do? Craft a response that speaks to the problem you solve or the results that you produce rather than your job title. Number one, that's going to make the listener actually pay attention to what you're saying. And you're going to create the idea of being the one they need to talk to when they have problems. So number two, identify yourself as a problem solver. Number three, keep it fresh. So there will be times when you may be in a networking situation and you're with the same people over and over again. So you want to have several different versions of your elevator speech. Choose one or two results you produce or problems that you solve and create several different versions of that speech. Then when you're in a wide variety of First, uh, personal or business or even social settings, you'll be able to pick the one that's most appropriate. And you also want to vary your length. Sometimes you'll have 30 seconds, sometimes you'll have 60 seconds. So you want to actually polish it down so that you have a great 30 second elevator speech and you have a great 60 second elevator speech. When you have 60 seconds, you want to also include a story. So bring up information about a client or a customer that you actually helped solve a problem or you provide a service for or you create a product for and include that in your pitch. And that makes your pitch golden, easy to remember. People like stories and they remember stories. Number four, perfect practice makes perfect. So when I was growing up, everybody always said practice makes perfect. But that's not true because if you're practicing doing the wrong thing, you're just going to be perfect at doing the wrong thing. So perfect practice makes perfect. So I'm going to encourage you to actually get a timer and set the timer for 30 seconds or 60 seconds or whatever, and then practice, practice, practice. Your delivery needs to be polished and it needs to roll off your tongue with ease. So practice until it becomes second nature and you feel comfortable responding in several different scenarios so that when you're attending an event, 
you can walk into the room and not be worried about what you're going to say. You'll be able to feel comfortable stating your elevator speech in your allotted time. And you want to stay within that time. Now, I've been to a couple networking events where the timer goes off and the person is still talking. And if that's you listening to me, let me tell you, stop doing that. Everyone has stopped listening to you. When they hear that timer go off, now they're looking at you thinking, why are you still talking? What are you doing? Taking up extra time, cutting into my time. So they're not listening to you and you're not getting any extra points by doing that. So be prompt, respectful. The bell goes off, finish up right away. Okay. And then number five, always have a CTA and a CTA is a call to action. So you want to always finish with some sort of call to action. What that means is not a sales pitch, but rather an invitation to get together for coffee or attend another networking event, um, something that is more personal. So I don't talk about that. I didn't talk about that tonight, but I will say this. Networking is not about selling. Networking is about making connections with people. So your call to to action or your CTA should always be about relationship building and never about selling a product. When you do that little mini sales presentation, people sort of tune you out and that is going to make you unforgettable for the wrong reasons. So always end with something that is an invitation to either go to a networking event with you, to meet for a coffee chat, to do a Zoom coffee chat. Make that call to action a meaningful relationship building opportunity. Be specific and provide an opportunity for people to get in touch with you by giving your information. Now, the other thing I will say, if you have a specific need, like you're hiring or you're looking for an introduction, go ahead and include that in your call to action. So ask for a referral if you need one or ask for a specific introduction if you need one. And that's what I have for you. I will say this, if you need some help crafting an elevator speech, I have a great little cheat sheet that I have created and it gives you the framework that I use with lots of details and some great examples. So check the show notes for a link to get my kick-ass elevator speech framework. Until next time, take care of yourself and be well. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been listening to the podcast and showing us mad love and giving us ratings and subscribing and reviewing. I really appreciate your support. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.